Hello, I am back, ready to talk about Ready to Love, Season 5, Episode 8. I'm finally caught up, y'all. Sit back, relax, and get ready to enjoy the show. All right, y'all. It took some time, but I am finally, finally caught up. So let's get into Ready to Love Season 5, Episode 8, called Ready to Love. So they met me with Tommy to find out um, they are bringing the ladies on dates with their best friend. And uh, Tommy made sure to call out Paul for his wrinkled shirt. And I was just like, dang, Paul. I mean, you are on TV, bro. But also like, dang, Tommy. Tommy, I don't know if Tommy really liked Paul. I have a feeling Tommy don't like Paul because he ain't put the he ain't put the man on blast like that. He ain't had to do it. Um, So Dakia is the first one who meets up with Paul. Which super threw me off because I'm just like, what? Like, is it just that y'all are trying to give Dakia screen time or what? This did this didn't make any sense to me. Um, so she meets with Paul and his best friend, Chill Bill. Um, and uh Paul says he oh, I think he wanted Tina to come and he couldn't get in touch with her. So maybe that's why they brought Dakia in. Cause I don't know why it has to be two people with the best friend, like why is that necessary? Like, it, I just, I don't know. The Jakia thing just totally threw me off. Um, they don't know each other that well. I don't think they've even been on a date together. But either way, Chill Bill says, um, ask what she likes about Paul. She says she likes that he's super protective. And basically, like, at the end of the day, she wants to be able to, like, you know, take all the armor off and just relax and feel safe. And she liked that about Paul. And, um... You know, they, they're chatting for a little while. And then Carmen. Now, I'm not going to lie. Carmen looked good. Like, her outfit. I was like, I would wear that. I would wear that. If my body was where I wanted it to be, I would wear that. That is very cute. Her whole look was very cute. Um, and But, you know, here she comes. Especially because it's the kid. She just bought that energy that... She was just like, oh, what is she doing here? And although you're not completely wrong, what is Dakia doing here? This makes no sense. But also, like, why do you dislike her so much? Like, what happened between y'all that y'all just can't see it for each other? I want to know. Um, They, you know, they kind of sit together, all of them, for a little while. But it didn't take long for Dakia to scoot along and... um. Oh, before that, Carmen had said something about P. Uh, I think Chill Bill said something about P.O. And she's like, oh, I call him Paul. And from this day forward, you will also call him Paul. And I was just like, I don't know. It's just giving like, this is an act, right? Like, this is a joke. This is this is a persona that you're putting on, I feel. Um, I, I don't know. Also, uh, before Dakia, I mean, well, it was... It didn't matter when she left, but the kid said something in her confessional that was just like really on point. I mean, she said like, Carmen, you don't need to put up all this competitive energy. If the man likes you, he likes you. And you need to stop aiming for the guy who's the easiest to get. And I said, yes, that's exactly what it is. You want to get to the end. Just you want to go on dates for free and you want to be on TV because, I mean, you know, you, you feel good about yourself and Oh, she had those blue contacts on again. And I was like, no, get the truth lens. 
I don't like this. I don't like this blue. I don't, I don't know who told you that was the hotness. And it's not even that you can't look, dare to play if that's what you want to do. But that blue is not it. That's not it. But anyway, like I said, Dakia leaves and Carmen comes out with that line. You know, they had to say the best for last. And I was just like, Ugh, okay, that's what we're doing. Okay. Um, and she was, she's like, oh, you got to get rid of the zeros and find you a hero. Like, I was just like, what are we, what are you in high school? Are you in middle school? Cause that's what it sounds like. It's, that's what it sounds like. And I don't like it. She says she admits that she's very competitive and it shows. And Paul does say that he feels like she's superficial, but he, he feels like there may be some substance to her and he's trying to get there. And I, and I wonder also with Carmen, like, did something happen that you're super guarded from your dating past? So you kind of put up this super wall, like I'm super confident, I'm super beautiful. I got my real hair. All these girls wish they could be fly like me. Like that's the vibe she's giving, which is like, you're probably not as confident as you give off. Because if you're that confident, it speaks for itself. Like when she walks in and she doesn't say anything, beautiful, gorgeous. I get it. I totally get it. But as soon as she starts saying hater stuff, it's just like, it takes it all away. It takes it. I mean, you're still beautiful to look at, but it just takes the value of it down. So, um, I, I think he said, uh, Paul also said he thinks Takia is a solid choice though. Um, so I don't know. I mean, they barely know each other. They said that they haven't gone on a date. It just seemed weird. It was strange. I don't see a thing. I don't see anything between them, but you know, here we are. Um, Tori meets with Sabrina. He's supposed to be meeting with Sabrina and Ace and his friend Ashley, who goes by Ash. Um, Sabrina brings Tori a gift. She brings him a candle because she's like, you always bring me gifts. So I thought I brought bring you something. Um, and Ash, he makes he asks some really good questions. Sabrina says she wants someone she can do life with. Like she wants a partner, you know, partner in crime. And um, Ace doesn't show. So Tori for whatever reason, decides to call her right there at the table. And I kind of feel like, dude, you could have walked, you could have stepped outside to call her. Because Sabrina's like, uh, this is awkward. Like, it's not rare. It's rare that I go on dates where someone is calling another girl. And like for a second there, I was kind of like, your slip is showing. Because you're, you're sounding a little like it's throwing you off. So maybe now you understand why Tori didn't take it well. That you and Demetrius ended up being a stronger connection like it kind of gave off a little like insecurity and I was like oh it's different when you're the one dating multiple people it's cool but when he does it or someone else does it it throws you off and yet you can't understand I don't I don't know I don't know that's what it that's just what it came off as but I also felt like Tori just step outside and make the call I don't understand why you had to do that at the table in front of everybody it didn't seem necessary but he does talk about his confessional you know, that he was kind of hurt, like kind of caught off guard that Ace didn't show up because that doesn't really seem like her. And um, and uh, Sabrina said that, you know, ultimately she wants to take it slow. And Tori's not sure if Sabrina's connection is all genuine. Like, I think he feels that, like, are you just holding on to me, like, just because you can? Or do you actually care about me? But also, Tori, you've done some things to, like, put your foot in your mouth more than once so there's also that um Demetrius meets with Sabrina and his best friend Kenny or Ken and she states that Demetrius is her top choice and she wants to know what Demetrius likes 
her his friend says that he likes a submissive woman and she was like hold on wait wait a minute like you could tell that totally took her out the zone and i would be that way too like she talks about how she's an independent woman she you know she likes making her own decisions making her own money and like not doing that would throw her off completely like um and you know kenny was just like i'm just being straight up like that's that's just what it is and i feel like demetrius knows that he's that guy but he didn't want to say it like i think he wanted his friend to say it to see how she will react and i mean i don't know if someone told me that they wanted someone who's submissive that would throw me off completely because i'm like that sounds like a loss of power i mean i think people's definition of submiss being submissive is different but yeah i would be a little like mm, i don't know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> um so yeah that may change how she feels about demetrius and where he ranks with her um clifton goes on a date with joy and dakia and his best friend i think his best friend's name was kenny too um and joy says she likes that clifton um i think he asked you know what is it you like and she's like i like that he's him like it's no fluff it's no question like he is a hundred percent genuinely himself and she really really liked that um, and Dakia likes that he has a balance of being fun and serious. Ultimately, like, I think it was weird for the women, of course, because they've never seen each other interact with him together. But I think Joy felt pretty confident. And Kenny says that he thinks that Joy is his better fit. Like, um, I don't know. I still get a vibe that Cliff and Dakia just want to rip each other's clothes off and get it in. And then it may be over. Like, I feel like they would have a good you know, playing around, romping around, but I just don't see a relationship with them oh, long haul. Donovan meets with Sabrina, Tina, and his friend that he bought was Phil from last season. And at this point, Phil and, um, and Sydney are still dating, but in current times, they are actually not dating anymore. Um, they broke up as well as uh, Aisha and Dante. Apparently Dante was out here cheating in them streets. He was playing like he was genuine, but he really wasn't over it. But you know, it's like you don't want people to judge you for having three kids with three baby mamas, but then you do things that's like, oh, see, that's why no one wants to mess with someone who has three kids and three baby mamas because apparently he has a fourth one on the way. So I don't know. That's what the word is in the streets. Um, and Sabrina also seemed a little off, like when Tina came in, like it kind of threw her off. But Tina was totally like disconnected. Like she was there, but she was like a shell of who she was. And she said in her confessional, like, dating multiple people is hard. Like, she's like, it may look easy, but it's really difficult. And maybe she's realizing this process is much harder or it's not what she likes. And maybe what her uh, her ex said about her threw her off, too. Because he just, he just, you listen to my last podcast. He he just, he kind of roasted her, you know. He, he did not make her look favorable. So, I think it's a combination of all those things. She has a two-year-old. She has a career. Like, it's probably just not good timing because she has such a little um kid and so i don't know it's like she was present but she really wasn't like she wasn't eating and i mean i don't even necessarily think her connection with donovan i don't know how strong it is he said that this was two out of his three connections so i'm assuming the other one was maybe carmen but i'm not sure why carmen didn't pop up if that was his third connection i don't know if it might have been dakia so i'm wondering why either whoever his third one why that that didn't happen but um, at the end of it, basically, um, Phil said he likes Sabrina's energy. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot. Um, 
at one point, you know, Phil was like, we've known each other for 12 years. I've seen him at his highs and his lows, you know, basically like, you know, goods and bads and everything. And Sabrina said that, that kind of set off alarms that she thought maybe because he was fresh out of a divorce that he hasn't had time to find himself. So she said that seemed kind of like a red flag. And he seemed hesitant because she wants a family and he's kind of like, I got two already. See, that's the thing. When people meet and they want to say all the right things, you know, it can come off like, do you really want this? Or are you just saying this to stay in my good graces? Is it that you're hesitant because you need to know if you're in love with me before you want to have a kid? Or are you kind of like, listen, kids are a lot and going through that beginning phase is tough. And I don't know if I want to go back there again. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Uh, Paul meets up with the Kia one-on-one. They have a date, just the two of them. And, you know, they, I, I put a few notes, but it really wasn't nothing deep. Like, you know, he said he needs someone that compliments him, but he wants someone who's five, three and who can handle his corny sense of humor. And he tells this terrible joke and, you know, she, she's like, what is something that you haven't told anybody else that you could tell me? And he says he's a creative person and a painter. And, um, I think like he sketches and stuff and, she liked that, that, you know, I think her being a creative, that was a connection there. Cause she said that Paul checked off all the boxes on paper, but I'm just like, I don't know. Paul seems like he's still trying to get himself together, which is fine, but you're presenting yourself like you have it all together. And that's where it's not adding up for me. So I don't know. Ace meets up with Tori. Um, and Tori said, you know, he was disappointed that she didn't show up. And she said, you know, basically when I see you and Sabrina, I sense a vibe there. You treat, you look at her the way a man should look at a woman. And basically, like, I don't want to play a second fiddle. I don't want to be, you know, the person who's the next best choice. And um, she, she, I think she, you know, basically said she didn't want to show up on a date. She didn't want to send mixed signals. And that Laverne was her top choice. And I guess basically since he was gone she didn't want to do it she felt like she was pulling away and Tori you know he's disappointed he definitely said like I want her to stay but I'm not going to ask her to because I, I think that's being selfish and it was a very much mature moment for uh Tori and I think he realized maybe he was so honed in on Sabrina who he thought was he thought that they were both each other's top choice then he got so upset because he was shocked that he wasn't a top choice that he was so bent on making her feel bad. Like he kind of self-sabotaged and perhaps he let his connection with Ace kind of slip through his fingers. I don't know if I necessarily thought that Ace was into him like that. And again, I think I said in a previous episode that it's just hard to read with read Ace because she just has like this calm, zen, like it's all love kind of vibe. And almost like, a, I don't want to hurt your feelings. Like, I will if I have to, but I don't want to. So it's kind of like, maybe she never really saw it for Tori like that, but she didn't know how to tell him. But either way, she ends up self-eliminating. And, you know, it could have been something between them, but now they'll never know as, as far as on the show. And they get to the gentleman's lounge. Tori does talk about how he was supposed, she was supposed to go on a date. She didn't show up. They met up. She self-eliminated. And Tommy kind of says something like, you know, if that happens in the future, just let me know. And they all discuss like who their tops were, who their bottoms were. It kind of seemed like maybe Carmen and who else was it? It seemed like they were at the bottom. Carmen, maybe Sabrina. No, not Sabrina. Joy? 
I don't know. It was two people who kind of seemed like they might have been the more at the bottom. But basically, by the end, people were like, no, nah, I can't let you. You can't let them go because that's my that's my person. And no, I can't. You know, like everybody was kind of like, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I'm vouching for them. So basically, I mean, I think we all kind of figured once he found out, once it was out there that Ace had self-eliminated, that they weren't going to eliminate another person. Plus, it's kind of alluded in the next episode. They go on a cabin trip. And Tina is not responding, so I'm assuming Tina may be a self-eliminating. So people just dropping like flies, y'all. They dropping like flies. Like this show's almost over, and I'm just like, what's up with the DMV area? Like this is my hometown. I was so excited for these seasons, and although last season had a lot going on, it was it was a lot of drama, um, and it was it was fireworks, but the bad fireworks. And in this season, it's kind of like. I don't know. It was just weird. Like, there's, there's some cast in between the two that probably could have been switched. Like, Wiley. Wiley should have been with the other season. He should have been with more people his age. Because everybody was playing him to the left because they felt like he was a baby. So, I feel like it was, it's it's not giving what I wanted. Like, it wasn't giving, like, Atlanta was good and solid. And I don't know. Maybe they all have dramas. They all have their own dramas. I mean, that was, that there were some dramas in previous seasons, but... I'm a little disappointed i'm a little disappointed i would say at this point if unless cliff can't just seem to make up his mind it seems that joy and cliff would be the strongest connection and i try to be sensitive to the fact that it's not usual that you would be dating multiple people and making possible connections so it may not it may be truly confusing like it may actually be confusing but Joy and Clifton are the only ones I'm, i think that i'm really rooting for as far as like they seem like they could actually have a genuine um, connection with each other. Um, I mean, let me think. I mean, Donovan and Sabrina, but they seem like they're starting to have doubts with each other. And I think that might be it. So I guess we're going to see. I mean, usually they end off with three couples, whether they stay a couple or not is a whole nother question, but I guess we're just going to have to wait and see, but I'm so happy that I'm up to date. And now if you listen to, if you watch any other own shows, I do plan on watching and doing a review of Pit of Ring on it. And um, I need to do my uh, review of Love and Marriage Huntsville. Um, I'm probably going to try to do some of those tomorrow so that I'm back up to date. But thank you so much for listening thus far. I so deeply appreciate you. If you've been listening, if you've been rocking with me. Please, please, please share with somebody that you know, somebody who just wants to hear a sum up of the situation, just a little sum up. Um, and yeah, until next time, until you hear my voice again, goodbye, peace, have a wonderful weekend, be safe, and I'll see you soon. Bye. <laughs>